Hello and welcome to the Tech Stack Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today, wherever you are. If it is your first time on the podcast, what we do is talk about anything in the tech industry, all sorts of innovations in the world of fintech and healthcare. We cover artificial intelligence, blockchain and cryptocurrency. And in this episode, we're talking about cybersecurity and really pleased to welcome to the podcast, Balmik Shah, who is a senior security engineer at one of the leading cloud providers. Balmik, hi. Hey, hello. Hi, everyone. Also, we have my colleague, Max Pakai here. Uh, Max, you are a cybersecurity recruitment consultant. How long have you been in that role for? Hi, Joe. Yeah, thanks for having me. I've been recruiting for about three, three and a half years now into the cyber field. Uh, it's definitely been interesting. It's a really interesting time to be, you know, recruiting into this space and something I'm looking forward to doing for quite a long time ahead. Great. Well, it is certainly an exciting industry. And one of the things we're going to talk about today, guys, um, is a bit of advice for people who are looking to explore this world uh, a little bit more. Um, first of all, Balmik, it'd be great to hear a bit more about yourself. Um, so what, what's your background and how have you ended up in a cybersecurity role? Yeah, okay. Uh, it might take an hour to discuss that, but yeah, I'll cut down. <laughs> so uh, yeah, probably I started in the InfoSec uh, more than a decade now, and I have been working in uh, various roles, uh, such as like, you know, a security engineer. Uh, I have also been a consultant for a long time. Uh, helping various clients on different security requirements. And I've also been working as a government and risk and compliance. So like, you know, there are so many compliance requirements, like UK has a GDPR, then there's ISO 27001, there's SOC 2. So there's such a uh, requirement for the compliance uh, as well to get the company, uh, like, you know, prove to their clients that they are compliant and doing things securely. So I have worked in the various roles, but I would say my expertise more lies into the product security uh, because I also started my career as a software developer. Then I moved to the uh, information security where I'm doing or helping a lot of clients to making their product secure. Okay, great. And, and that's obviously uh, an endless world, isn't it? Everything's driven by products. Um, are, you, are you finding these days that the, the focus on cybersecurity has increased even more so in a world of connected devices uh, particularly doing things like this over over skype or zoom as well yeah yeah i couldn't be more excited uh, about cybersecurity. so like when i started it was also a bit challenging time because like you know uh, when i grew up uh, in the town back in india we did not have like you know people focusing more on the cybersecurity. But then uh, when i came to us and when i did like you know uh, when i traveled a lot i saw uh, cybersecurity getting like you know uh, attention more and more and due to latest breach like past weekend microsoft has some like you know uh, there was some email exchange about the breach so it's mm-hmm. it's going off the chart and then again uh, due to pandemic which is not good for the overall economy but then again uh, people are moving to digitize right like everyone wants to do e-commerce everyone wants to just sit at home and get some stuff so that also has increased a lot of digital footprint and, and that also brings a lot of cybersecurity requirement. That's interesting. I mean, Bamak, did you did you always intend to go into the security space or did you stumble across it? Because you said you started as a software developer, so... Yeah, so I, I would say I kind of stumbled across it. So uh, when I was in the college, I 
took some courses or workshops in the cybersecurity and that got my attention like this is uh, when you are like you know kid uh, not a kid but like when you are in the college you uh, when when someone shows you like you know how to hack into the system it's real sounds cool to you right so <laughs> that's when i started myself like oh yeah this is something cool i i should probably focus more time onto this one so i started like you know reaching out to the companies who are doing the cybersecurity businesses and and luckily one of them uh, gave me a chance to start as an like you know uh, assistant or uh, as an intern and then that's where i pretty much started and then here i am well one thing you mentioned there is about someone showing you something you know in this case it may have been hacking into a system but you yourself now are showing other people uh, a lot to do with cybersecurity you've got a, a youtube page um, uh, if people end up there, so it's called Cybersecurity TV, correct? Correct, yeah. And on there, I mean, from from what I noticed, was a lot of videos of, you know, let's just explore uh, this this concept, or maybe it's a bit of coding. So, what brought you into actually passing on a bit of knowledge and sharing that with the outside world? Yeah, yeah. So there are multiple goals. Uh, so actually, I started this channel back in 2014 along with my other friend. Uh, but then, like, you know, we both got busy with our personal life and professional life and uh, we couldn't do much. So last couple of years, I started, like, you know, resuming this and I'm, I'm at least trying to do like 30 minutes a week uh, spending on it, uh, probably like, you know, teaching folks that they uh, they are eager to learn. So uh, there are two things, right? So I gained this knowledge, uh, invaluable knowledge over the years through my experience. And uh, like even after I read so many books, I don't get this hands-on experience. So that's the main reason I wanted to pass it on to the community. Uh, and the, my other goal, uh, pretty much like, you know, we briefly touched upon this one uh, a few minutes ago, to bridge the skill set gap that we have in the industry and the job opportunity across the globe. So if uh, like, if I, I'm a hiring manager wants to hire like, you know, one uh, cybersecurity professional for so-and-so role. I at least have to go through like, you know, nine and ten resume or interviews to get that person, which is not like, you know, uh, true for the other roles, but the cybersecurity being a unique challenge. So I wanted to make sure like, you know, the people uh, don't just come out and, and read the books and be all theoretical. They should also be learning how to apply these skills in the practical, in the real life. Be good to hear your your take on that, Max. Uh, for those who don't know, our business we don't uh, tend to focus on recruitment of entry level cybersecurity guys. Um, it's more mid to senior, but these skills obviously start somewhere. Uh, are there anything that you're spotting that are really key elements uh, hiring managers would look out for, or that you Baumick as well that are just good to see on a CV, whether it's extracurricular education or work experience? Yeah, so you know, as as a consultant who's I'm I'm pretty targeted in what my searches are. I think one of the important things for me to see is is public evidence of of work which you're doing. So I know on a number of, for instance, LinkedIn profiles or resume CVs, you know, having a, a public GitHub repository that you can sort of have a little peruse through. If you can look through and see any presentations or or even YouTube videos like Baumic does, for example. It's almost, it's evidence to show, you know, how good you are. One of the things that I think people struggle with is to, 
you know, is to show off the skills and the, that they actually have. And I know hiring managers will, you know, often say, I want to see a, you know, a computer science degree from Rutgers or, or whatever, but then get really concerned when all they hear is an answer that's come straight out of a textbook. Yeah. So having that evidence just provides more collateral, if you will, in the interviewing process to show that, you know, I am me, this is what I could do. Let me flourish in your in your firm. Is there an element as well of, uh, you know, as well as the, the commercial side um, and actual sort of tangible work, but also just the immersion um, of just putting yourself into this world, uh, you know, 100%. Yeah, yeah, there is. And I think, you know, one of the important things with cyber cybersecurity especially is actually keeping up to date with what's going on because, you know, just, just, just like the attackers, you have to evolve as well. And that means that you have to be immersed in this world to completely understand, you know, what you're up against from, a, from an adversarial point of view. So, Baumick, from someone who uh, is, is in the trenches, let's say, you're actually in a, a cybersecurity position, unlike Max and myself, uh, it's a good point there raised from Max about the, the research keeping up to date with current trends. How much of your time is, is spent doing that? And are there certain places you go to to, to, to find new, new ideas, new concepts? Um, or are there people you follow? Uh, yeah, uh, so there are tons of things, right? Like, and and I, th- I guess in today's world, social media is huge. So uh, you would find, you'll be able to find like, as we, dis- we are discussing over the YouTube channel, likewise, you have like so many groups on Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, where people share information every now and then. So that that's uh, like, you know, good resource to pick up some uh, headlines or some cool research ideas. Uh, the other uh, thing I... I have also learned like, you know, uh, before pandemic, uh, I was going to the local chapter, like the OWASP, which is an open source mm. application security project. So they have a, like a local chapter and they do uh, monthly meetups. So in the meetups, there'll be a speaker, uh, they'll be share something and they're like-minded people. So you also interact with them, spend some time and have, have like, you know, uh, exchange the knowledge. So that's that, that was also good. Uh, of course, due to pandemic, that's not happening, but of course, there is still virtual conferences that's still happening. The other thing I would also recommend people, uh, degree and certifications are, are important uh, to mm-hmm. land a job, but then it's equally important to have the hands-on experience. So some certifications, uh, for example, I would say OSCP, which is Offensive Security uh, Professional uh, by, uh, it's from the IS, not not from the IRC Square. I think it's from Office of Security uh, themselves, mm-hmm. and they have mm-hmm. a really uh, challenging exam and and particularly challenging training as well. Like you have to sit in the exam for a straight 24 hours to break into the system, and and like you know you cannot wow. learn that yeah from any textbook. You have to actually learn how to break into the system. They give you all the challenges. It's like capture the flag. Then there is also another uh, uh, like you know good thing you can sign up for is the bug bounty. So all the major companies you would see like Amazon, Google, uh, Facebook, they all have a uh, have a bug bounty program running. So uh, you have all the license to find something really cool in their system, and if you do, uh, then yeah you get rewarded. So 
those are some like you know good areas where you can uh, showcase your skills rather than just having the degree or the certificates are these good things to do as well maybe the bug bounty in particular obviously if a system can be broken someone's going to get to it first but is that a good thing to do even if you're not going to be successful just to learn maybe where you would go wrong oh 100% a hundred percent it is. I think this is the only way you learn, right? You're never going to always be successful. I mean, I we work with companies who have who've recently st- implemented their own bug bounty pro- programs. And, you know, they've been a great success, not just for the successes, if you know what I mean. And, and interestingly, to the point about signing up to the bug bounty programs, I know a number of firms that specifically want to look for experience with security research with this side of things because it shows that innate sense of curiosity and that drive to to do these things uh what about yourself Balmuk? are you in a, a, a position of hiring uh, people beneath you and is there a particular element you'd be looking for uh yeah so uh, whenever like you know of course uh, I, i'm i'm conducting interviews every now and then and and whenever I am interacting with a candidate, I try to make sure, like you know, uh, they don't, uh, they don't just answer me the textbook. So if I ask them what is the SQL injection, they just just don't read me the uh, like you know definition of what the SQL injection is. If they do, I'll I'll try to deep down and and understand like whether do they really understand the uh like you know backend functionality how how the exploitation works what does the attacker has to do like what are the various ways you can do this so uh, so all of these things yeah definitely uh, like you know uh, and and i'm uh, i'm i don't want to put my words into the max uh, uh, max mouth but i think the hiring manager whoever they are hiring i'm sure they they must be looking for like you know these answers like they 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 won't be happy with oh you have the ces certification okay come on probably it's good for internship but if you are going uh, more than like you know just the starting level of uh, uh, in the cybersecurity, and, and believe me, in the cybersecurity you have so many areas. You, if you mm. do not like one area, you can always jump onto the next area, which I've done like several times in my career in like you know ten years, and which has worked for me. Like uh, the area from one experience, like from the GRC, has helped me really in the uh, vulnerability management because the GRC taught you how to do the vulnerability management and why it is important. Then the same thing, I jumped from the product security to the network security, and now the cloud security is at its peak because a lot of companies are moving to the cloud, and and even the cloud nowadays like has grown a lot, like probably past four or five years. I'm still I'm still very optimistic it's gonna grow much larger. I think we have only captured like, you know, five or 10% of the uh, like, you know, uh, market for now the cloud. I think rest of the uh, companies are still going to move to the cloud. So cloud security huge if someone wants to just get started mm-hmm. with the security. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned that in a previous podcast episode, um, I spoke with Ted Harrington, who is an ethical hacker. Um, His firm have been one of the first guys to hack into places like uh, Amazon and Apple, and they were the first to break the iPhone. And cloud was something he brought up in particular, how he was surprised that there was still such a, a huge volume of people talking about adopting cloud, but yet to go down that journey. Um, So that's just... I think for our audience and for people getting into this industry, that's a good thing to hear backed up by you, 
um, saying that you think maybe only five ten percent of the the surface scratched. So it, it's uh, an area that would you say isn't necessarily too too young, but it's well established now. Where if you were to go right, I'm going to do cloud security. There's so much to start researching. There's people you could talk to. There's videos you could watch, which would get you a really good understanding. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and if you see today, right, like even though uh, AWS, Google Cloud, or Microsoft Azure has a very well established uh, environment, but they are still growing as like you know 30, 40 percent a year, which is which is a lot. Like they are they are introducing new functionalities. They are introducing new features. And the more features they introduce, that there is more attack surface uh, you have, right? Like the attacker can exploit more features. So, and let, and there are also a lot of resources. Like probably if you had started four or five years ago, you might not have good resources to learn about the cloud security. Uh, I see the training provided by like you know a cloud guru or a Li mm -hmm. uh, Linux academy. So those are some good sources where you can uh, like, you know, get the hands on. They also give you like a lab environment so you can also try or get your hands dirty on, on doing some of these things. So uh, you have plenty of resources to learn now. I know, I know for, for a fact, even I have in my, in my spare time have set up, you know, just little free trial account accounts of all three of the major providers and set up my own sort of instances on virtual machines and seen what get, I can do. Get yourself a job then, won't you? <laughs> I'm not that good, I'm afraid. So you've what you've just been playing around of sort of understanding how these work behind the scenes. Just just getting my hands on and seeing quite what they are. You know, I obviously what I do it's very tertiary to you know what Baumic does, but it's I think it's incredibly important just to to see what you guys interact with on a daily basis. And it's still terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't know know where to start. Um, from from your opinion, and and well, both of you as well. Uh, cloud is obviously one example. As Balmuk, you said, there's so many areas you could get into. Is it a good idea for someone who's uh, in education, starting to think about their first uh, their first job commercially? Is it a good idea to focus on one specific area? or to dive into a variety and maybe through that discover what one they would sort of naturally gravitate towards? Well, from my perspective, from the outside, I mean, one thing that I notice, especially for instance, with, with Baumick's background, is he has, you know, changed a few times, but what that's meant is he's actually got a really good coverage of lots of different areas. And the fact that he can cover the compliance side of things like, you know, the ISO 27001, for example, which was mentioned, but still be able to get his hands dirty on application security, network security, cloud security is a massive bonus. Mm. And I think, you know, coming into security from an early, from, from an early age as, you're, you're, as an entry level, you can't focus on one area because you might miss the calling of your life. I think you have to find that area that speaks to you the most. And the only way you can do that is by experiencing it. So is that something that resonates with you? Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. So uh, like, you know, I'm just thinking uh, when I got into the college and, and probably like you know, in 2000, uh, 2005 per se, uh, I, I couldn't find any cybersecurity courses, but now, like you know, past few years, I have been 
uh, getting resumes from the people and they have done masters in cybersecurity. So, uh, and why am, I, why am I bringing this up? Because in the cybersecurity master degree, so when you sign up in the college, you they teach you like several subjects. So starting with the encryption, then there is like a software security. They teach you all the networking con concepts and they teach you all the forensics, incident management, everything, right? So you get exposure to all of those topics. When I started, I didn't have that uh, like you know flexibility to learn everything into the college. I had to go outside and, and explore and, and request my team to get me into these different areas. So that's a major benefit. Uh, if someone is coming, like you know, wants to get into the cybersecurity after the bachelor's, they definitely should sign up for the master's in cybersecurity. So that way, you get this uh, surface areas of uh, different technologies, different areas, right, in cybersecurity. And then once you are comfortable, okay, I I love encryption or I love this, then you can focus on that. But of course, when you are starting into a probably let's say small company, then you might be doing multiple tasks like it's not like you, since you are hired for this one you are only going to do this one because in the small company you have to have uh, wear multiple hats but that's uh, that's been like you know my experience uh, from looking at the resume uh, past few years uh, people with the masters in cybersecurity uh, have definitely got some advantage over the others hmm. i was going to ask uh, to end on a, a, a good piece of advice, but I think you've beaten me to the question there, both of you actually. Um, that's a nice round summary and I can almost picture that individual in, as you say, either education or uh, an early stage startup with many hats on. So um, I, th I think that's a nice, a nice point to end guys, covering off there, hopefully what has been educational for anyone listening um, who's starting to explore the world of cybersecurity. Uh, Max, I'm sure, you're always happy for people to reach out to you for a few pointers, maybe a job that will change their lives. Always happy. Of course I am. And it's, I think a lot of people across security are. People are nervous about networking and talking to each other. But that communication, I think, is key, especially in security. Yeah. Is that something you see yourself, uh, just that, that collaborative nature of, of cybersecurity? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and communication is key in, I think, in area. But yeah, in cybersecurity, it's much more mm -hmm. like you wouldn't like, you know, you don't want to. Uh, so first off, like when someone attacks your system, for example, someone compromised Microsoft, the first thing they want to do is communicate to their customers and protect their data, right? So if that mm -hmm. communication, not just with the customer, but also with the internal teams, because the today's environment is so complex like in the digital environment it seems very easy for an end user just to log in with their username and password and, and do whatever they want in the back end there's a lot of complexities there, there are a lot of teams working and there's one bad configuration can ruin your entire network so you have to have cross-team communication as well yeah great so it certainly is a very very collaborative world which is exciting for people isn't it no one wants to be just boxed in working on their own somewhere not no one but no, uh, <laughs> sure not. Uh, Bama, thank you so much for joining us. Um, do you want to remind everyone where they can find you on YouTube? And have you got something coming up soon that you know people can get their teeth into? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so like uh, you can find me on the Cybersecurity TV. I also have a Facebook page. I think that's called InfoSec for Starters, or I think it's the same. Uh, you can also search by channel name, which is Cybersecurity TV. I have over pretty much 100 tutorials uh, by now. And 
it covers various subjects like it covers the pen test it covers the how to get started in the cyber security uh, grc cloud security and recently i have also started doing the api security because now i think majority of 90% of the products are built on the restful apis uh, technology so mm-hmm. that's a that's a huge huge uh, thing so yeah I, i i try to as i said like i try to dedicate 30 minutes every day and and coming up with the new topics new hands on experience every every monday so hopefully uh, yeah I, i like happy to help you uh, you can also leave the comments if you have any questions as most of my subscribers do and and i try my best to keep up with it that's brilliant thank you very much and um, max maybe uh, some lessons for you outside of aws and gcp well i won't tell you i won't tell you my youtube my youtube username so you can't see which questions are from me <laughs> <laughs> guys thank you so much for joining today uh it's been a good one and hopefully will provide a good bit of insight to anyone listening who's looking to get into the world of cybersecurity so thanks for joining us For you listening out there, thank you for coming along. We'll have another episode for you in a couple of weeks time, so don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcast to stay updated and we look forward to seeing you soon.